Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. You're listening to SBS News. As the first anniversary of the war in Ukraine approaches, United Nations Secretary General Antonio Guterres has stressed the war is having dramatic humanitarian and human rights consequences that extend beyond Ukraine's borders. The one-year mark of Russia's invasion of Ukraine stands as a grim milestone for the people of Ukraine and for the international community. That invasion is an affront to our collective conscience. It is a violation of the United Nations Charter and international law. It is having dramatic humanitarian and human rights consequences, and the impact is being felt far beyond Ukraine. Speaking to an emergency session of the General Assembly, Mr. Guterres warns of the dangers still possible. Over the past year, not only have we seen suffering and devastating grow, it is also becoming more evident just how much worse it could all still become. The possible consequences of a spiraling conflict are a clear and present danger. Every day, we are reminded of the grave threat that haunts us all when irresponsible military activity continues around the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant, the largest nuclear facility in Europe. The UN Secretary General is insisting the world body must work to bring peace to Ukraine based on the UN Charter and international law. The UN General Assembly then approved a non-binding resolution that calls for Russia to end hostilities in Ukraine and demands the withdrawal of its forces. Many experts warn that the conflict that has killed tens of thousands, turned millions into refugees, and reduced entire cities to smoldering ruins could drag on for years. Some fear that it could potentially trigger a direct confrontation between Russia and NATO, something British Defence Secretary Ben Wallace says is unlikely, but a possibility. Well, I think, first of all, this is not a NATO operation. Uh, NATO's role in this conflict has merely been to get its own borders ready and defended, because ultimately, if this conflict spills over or, or, or Putin lashes out, it will be into a NATO country. Uh, and therefore, uh, we need to be ready as our alliance, the alliance of 30 countries who, who do, in vast numbers, outweigh Russia in land, sea and air. The conflict has now entered a decisive phase, with Russia and Ukraine preparing for offensives that could set the stage for a new, potentially even more disastrous phase of the conflict. Justin Bronk, a senior research fellow for Royal United Services Institute in London, predicts the prospective Russian offensive would fail, but warns it could drain Ukraine's resources. Part of the rationale behind the next Russian offensive is probably to disrupt Ukraine's ability to regenerate the capacity to go back on the counteroffensive. So um, a lot will depend on how many of its reserves Ukraine has to throw in and how, how badly their casualty rates go up in stopping that Russian offensive. Mr. Bronk says no one is winning this war and sees a stalemate ahead. The bad outcome, as it, is, as it were, is that Ukraine runs out of steam and is unable to take back most of the remaining occupied territory before um, that new wave of Russian-trained mobilizes and, and industrial equipment starts to come in at the end of the year. 
And at that point, we're headed towards, I think, a long-term stalemate. There have been concerns that China would send weapons to Russia to balance the Western world's backing of Ukraine after top Chinese diplomat Wang Yi met President Vladimir Putin in Moscow this past week. However, China's deputy ambassador to the United States, Dai Bing, says China recognizes that such an act would exacerbate tensions. One year into the Ukraine crisis, brutal facts offer an ample proof that sending weapons will not bring peace. Adding fuel to the fire will only exacerbate tensions. Prolonging and expanding the conflict will only make ordinary people pay an even heftier price. The top priority is to facilitate a ceasefire and cessation of hostilities without delay. Conflicts and war have no winners. The longer the brutality, the greater the human suffering. Rumors of a Chinese peace plan were addressed by Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky. I have not seen the Chinese peace plan document. It is too early to make a diagnosis. I think that, in general, the fact that China started talking about peace in Ukraine, I think that it is not bad. It is important for us that all states are on our side, on the side of justice. But the fact that China is already talking about it, this is some kind of first step. This is not bad at all. We'll jump to conclusions after seeing specifically what they offer. This comes as the White House says it will announce sweeping new sanctions against Russia, as well as additional support for Ukraine, as White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre announced. The United States will implement sweeping sanctions against key sectors that generate revenue for Putin, go after more Russian banks, Russia's defense and technology industry, and actors in, the, in third-party countries that are attempting to backfill and evade our sanctions. We will also announce new economic, energy, and security assistance to help the Ukrainians continue to succeed on the battlefield, protect its people from Russian aggression, and enable the Ukrainian government to provide basic services such as electricity and heat. As President made clear in Europe this week, the United States will continue to stand with Ukraine for as long as it takes. Meanwhile, vigils are being held around the world. Large crowds gathered in London, and a huge Ukrainian flag was painted on the road outside the Russian embassy there. In Montenegro and Portugal, government buildings were lit with the colors of the Ukrainian flag, and in Paris, the Eiffel Tower was also bathed in blue and yellow, as were buildings across the European Union. In Belgium, a symbolic action led by members of Avaz and Ukrainian refugees placed thousands of teddy bears and toys representing the thousands of children allegedly abducted by Russia as the war in Ukraine continues to rage, now into its second year. Assam al-Ghalib, SBS News.